Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Talk Yellow podcast. Today I'm joined by Oxford fan Alex as we discuss the youngsters rising through the first team, if Oxford have underachieved or overachieved in recent seasons, and the main topic circulating Oxford United chats right now regarding the future of Carl Robinson. Thanks for joining. listening to the third episode of the Talk Yellow podcast. My name is Bertie and I'm joined by Alex, a young Yellows fan who's going to have his say on today's episode. I want to start off by talking about the youngsters we've seen this year. You know, um, we've seen uh, James Golding, Eddie Breary, Slavi Spazov, Josh Johnson, Plumley, who have all been involved in like um, the first team squad, but I think we should talk a little bit about the two that you know have played a bit more, which is uh, Gatlin O'Donkor and Tyler Goodrum. Um, anything you got to say about them, Alex? Uh, well, Gatlin, I, I rate him highly. I think he's very good, and he's he definitely should be starting ahead of um, Baldock and Smith. Gatlin's rise almost in the first half of the season is one of the reasons we let Matty Taylor go out on loan. Um, yeah, I think he's been phenomenal. I think something that catches us as fans is like they work really hard when like players in the team haven't been working hard, they have been. So that's been good to see. And for uh, Goodrum, I think he got given a chance at the start of the season. Yeah. The starting games, and now he's obviously not starting as many games, which I don't agree with. Necessarily, that he's technically better than the rest of the players we have, but he just works his arse off, doesn't he? Yeah, hundred um, percent. And obviously, his goal against Cambridge was something special early on in the season. Um, the, the the problem I have is, you know, especially Gatlin, who's been, you know, who's been a key member of the team that's taken the uh, under 18s to a quarter final um, against Man City. You know, Gatlin, Tyler, there is a point. Where if we're struggling down the bottom end this year and someone comes in for the in the summer, they could go, couldn't they? Uh, possibly. But... Steps up. He's been a good key member of the team since. Uh, at points, you know, when Matty T- Taylor got suspended in December, he was a key member of it, and so key member of like slotting in and scoring against Portsmouth. Um, yeah, I think he's been really good. But now he's got. But now uh, we've got a new striker and Baldock's back. Uh, Gatlin's now just known as a youth player to Robinson now. Yeah, well, so um, what what I like to do is every Saturday morning the under 18s play, uh, and if he I know if he's in that he's not going to be in the first team mm. squad, and I look at it and in the past few weeks he's been in that and they've done extremely well. They beat Forest Green Rovers five nil um, recently, but Tyler and Gatlin, who are both you know young, inexperienced, and I think that's why he's not selecting them because they're young. He thinks he needs to protect them, but actually they've been two of our best players when they've come on and played this season. And I think that's something he might need to, you know, reevaluate going forward. Is that is he going to shield these players when they're currently, you know, when we're struggling down the mm. bottom, they're the ones working their asses off. Because that's when you get the best out of them. Exactly. They would come up when they come on, you know, seventieth minute, and it's a it's a draw. 
they're the ones you think they're going to step up. So that that they've been really, I've been really impressed with them, and I hope we can retain them uh, next year. You know, Oxford United, uh, we got promoted from League Two I can't, four or five years ago now. Um, and, you know, after one or two seasons, we ended up getting into the, the playoffs, playoff final, playoff semi-final. Um, was that an overachievement? And are we just levelling it back out now? Or, um, you know, where we are now, is it more of an underachievement and we should be getting in that playoffs? That's what people are trying to consider, where Oxford should be in the league. Have they been overachieving in the past, but now are underachieving, or what's the situation? What do you think, Alex? I don't. I don't think we're overachieving. We should be up there. We should. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. This season uh, we're one hundred percent underachieving, especially with the players we brought in in uh, the summer and in January. Yeah. No. I, I mean, but if you consider some of the other teams in the league, you know, Portsmouth, Bolton, Derby, um, we're a bit of a smaller club, so maybe you know. Hate to be devil's advocate, but maybe where we where we should be. No, I don't. No, I don't think we should be this where we are. We should be challenging for playoffs because if you look at them teams, we last season we was giving them good games. Now we're miles behind them. Do we're, you think we've gone backwards? But you know, Carl Carl Robinson hasn't got the most generous budget in the league transfer budget. Do you think he was you know? Um, he, he did the best with a bad bunch when he could, and now now it's coming back to fail. Um, you know, we we're not we're not we've never had the best um, best budget, or frankly the best recruitment. You know, free transfers, injury prone players, loan players, and maybe he did really well at the start, and it's just kind of faded down. Um, also at the start, I mean, when he when he came in, you know, Dicky, Fossu, Baptiste was rising through the academy, and it made it a lot easier to reach the playoffs. Um, so maybe well, something... we, get, we get the players like Dickie and all that come in, but then we sell them and then we well, don't you, to find you, anyone better to yeah, replace you, them. You don't, you don't want a player in, in your team who's who doesn't want to be there. No. And it's hard because someone like Fossey, who had been released by every other club, we took under our wing six months later, Brentford wanted him and that was it, you know? Baptiste who had risen through the academy had no loyalty to the fact that Oxford could have got promoted. And that's what I look back on and think we should have got promoted, you know, because players, for the first, if we kept Fossu for the second half of the season, we wouldn't have lost in the playoff final. 100%. Um, so, you know, Carl, also Carl Robinson and his board set out, set out kind of objectives at the start of the year saying, this is where I want to finish. This is where we should be getting. And this is why the fans have an expectation because Carl's saying at the start of the season, we're going to be in the playoffs. And he, can't, he has to take the flat when we're sitting near the relegation zone, mm. not anyone else, because he's, that's what he said. Um, well, he's, always said he's always said as well that we've, he's got the backing of the board as well. Yeah, and I think that's been clear from mm. the recent performances. You know, uh, a statement was released today that uh, will stay in charge for the time being, showing that even with six losses and one draw in the last seven games, um, he still has the backing of the board. You know, I think it would take us to be 24th in the league before he goes, um, you know, for, for right or wrong. What do you think about think about that? I think the board at the moment, they haven't got ambition. They don't. Yeah. They, they, they're not listening to the fans. The fans are speaking. They're saying what they want. And I know it's going to take for 
well, it's going to take for fans to stop going for then the board to then it, listen. It, it, it could reach a point, you know. I mean, mm. Robbo, you know, he's done a lot for the club, hasn't he? Uh, he has put in a lot of enthusiasm, passion, and clearly he's got a good relationship with the players. You know, keeping Brannigan like that is a master. You know, when Brannigan's release clause got triggered to keep him, that's a masterclass. I think it shows the the relationship he had. Uh, with the player, he has with the players at the moment because I think they're still on the pitch, maybe still fighting for his job. I don't think they've given up hope in him yet, so maybe we shouldn't. Or, you know, what do you think? I don't know because the fans they, they want to see good football and we're not really producing good football at the moment. It's boring. I think, I think uh, Carl could be a, a little bit deluded at this moment in time. He makes a statement saying, Yes, I've been here before with this football club in a worse position than in the first year. I still believe I'll get this football club out of the league. I know the players inside out. I know what it takes in this league. And it's something I have I have belief in, 100%. But now, for me... Had, he's had six years and he hasn't took us out of the league yet. And he said, give me five. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think it's got to the point now where I don't believe what he says. No, no one does. It's, no. it's almost like he's scraping the bottom of the barrel every time he has an interview after the game. It's just excuses yeah. after excuses. 100%, 100%. Uh, me the most and I think it would frustrate you too is he doesn't know his best formation or his best team no. he plays a different formation and team every single week thinking we're going to get a result and he, and a result hasn't happened we we beat Ipswich playing a different formation yeah right and then yeah. the week after we then play 4-3-3 again why yeah. doesn't he stick with a winning formation Exactly. I, I completely agree. Ipswich are high flyers in League One mm. at the moment, doing very well. And um and and he decides that after we beat them that we're gonna go back to a formation which hasn't worked in the past. Obviously there's stuff we don't see behind the scenes, but he needs to work out who his best team and his best formation is, which in my opinion, best formation at this current point is a five back because we I don't want to get relegated. And um, you know, he needs to he needs to work out which players are in his best team? Is it Fleming? Is it Long on, or at right back? Is it Brown at left back? Is it Finley at centre back? You know, he needs to work out who his best team is. And oh, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for Eastwood because he needs that. He needs his defensive partners, and he don't. Yeah. he's got different defenders in no, front of him no. nearly every game. I don't. I don't think that's you know. I don't think that's the defenders' fault. That's Carl's fault. Mm. We we come and we think, okay, you signed Finley, who apparently was around. You know. 200k and he's sitting on the bench like what what, what I, I just I, in my opinion you've signed all these players and they're not performing and so that's that's not the players fault that's your fault for recruiting them and they're not performing that's your choice you mm. you brought them into the club but he can't blame anyone else now because all the players he's brought in now are who he's brought exactly 100% and and he's had and he had January and interview he said he wants to go bagging in the goals he said yeah he's obviously you want in a, in a player yeah you need someone to get in the opposition's head but he's not he's not proving it you need to uh, don't you think you need to alter to your team each week and mm. you know your best team and it, you know it's mad he doesn't know that by now we're sitting in february near the end of february start of march and i don't think he's you know he hasn't known his best team the whole season which is why we could be near the relegation zone we're in a very bad position at the moment. Yeah. Because I've looked at the table 
We're at the yeah. 17th we are at the moment. Yeah. And, and every, every team below us have got games in hand on us. And we're yeah. only six points from the drop. Exactly. And, and you summed it up there. I don't know how long it's going to be. I think, oh, right. We are in trouble. This is something we should question, the backing of the board. Um, do you think, you know, I wonder how that's come about. You know, I know he's been here for a long time and he, he clearly wants a, has a good working relationship. You know, good connection with the players, tries hard. But, you know, it's got to a point now where we've changed. We've had January transfer window. He bought the players he wanted. You know, we, 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 he's changed his team every single week. Mm. And it's gone to the point that, that the only thing that can change now, you know, that could, the only change left is the manager. And if, and if he doesn't get sacked, then the fans deserve an explanation from the board as to why he hasn't been sacked. Exactly, 100%. Are they, are they, they're, they're clearly not watching the same games as us. No, clearly not. Um, mind you, you know, I have a lot of respect for him. He's been a, he's been a loyal a loyal manager. You know, stick QPR were interested in him at one point. Blackpool. Um, Blackpool. And you just think, you know, he stuck... Is, don't get me so wrong. Is... Don't, don't get me wrong. Robinson is a lovely bloke. Like yeah. outside of football, lovely bloke. Nice to talk to. I've met. We'll him like to go down the pub with him. Yeah, he's a nice bloke to talk to. I've met him a couple of times. Yeah, and always likes to speak. And he and he likes. Uh, he does like the youth team a lot. Yeah, so, he does like the youth team a lot. But yes, mm. you know Gatlin and Goodrum, both of my youth ones. Have yeah. a good time. So it sums up. I get why he hasn't given them game time, but I, when they've come onto the pitch and played a small amount, they've been ready for that five minutes, that two minutes, that three minutes. You know, mm. they've always been ready, and they and um, that's something you know you should appreciate and give reward them with more time. And with Goodrum at the age of what was he nineteen twenty? Yeah. You know, not getting regular football at that age that's going to be very bad for him in the long run, I think, because. Yeah. Possibly. If it either be in the youth team or in the first team, you can't be sat on a bench week in, week out. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So, you're you're clearly a Carl Robinson out man, aren't you? Hundred percent. You think it's time for him to go? Since the start of the season, since the end of last season. Really? So you yeah. reached that point at the end of the last year? Midway through last season, I'd say. But I'm, I was someone who, uh, you know, sitting here in December said, give him to the end of the season. If we don't get playoffs, sack him. Um, well, playoffs isn't happening now, is it? So, uh, We're 20 points from the playoffs and six points from the relegation zone. That says everything you need to know, really, doesn't it? Um, uh, I, I um, yeah, I think it's time for him to go. He needs to go. Yeah, 100%. But I think the club, what I hope the club are doing is... Finding a potential replacement before then sacking him because in the bit where he said, uh, was it at the end of that thing in the top for the time being, was it? Yeah. So is that are they gonna try and find a potential replacement well, then sack him? So we we're kind to... of we're kind of clutching at straws there if we mm. say that, because it's like they're saying that, but it's quite an ambiguous comment. Like you can interpret it in different ways. Mm. Um but you know, maybe that that's the hope for some Oxford fans. Um Are there any uh, any um, managers that you know you look at and think uh, uh, could do a, jo- a better job than Robinson for Oxford? Uh, 
I'll tell you, I think Robbie Fowler, I think he would do a great job. Yeah. And there's people that say to have said to me, why well, I wouldn't have Robbie Fowler, but he's, he's, he's proven he's done really good in Australia when he was managing over there in yeah. India. When he yeah, was doing no. he won the league. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Um, and uh, you know, well, Neil Critchley, I was going to say, got sacked from QPR mm. today. I think he did a great job with backfield, didn't he? So maybe he could do the same with Oxford. Um, Michael Appleton, how, what are your thoughts on him? People want him back. I would have him back, 100%. The only thing I uh, differ with is if he's loyal. He's always looking for a better job, isn't he? Um, but he did a good job with us, so why wouldn't we he take can him? come in and get us promoted in a couple of seasons. Yeah. But we need a manager to come in and we need that manager to be backed. Yeah, I agree. And he needs to be backed with money. So we're sitting 17th in the league now. And I think without, and it's going to sound stupid, without Bate, Brannigan and McGrain uh, in that midfield for the, the season, I think we'd be in relegation. Because I think they've held this team together. They've been the only consistent starters for Oxford. Um, and I, I believe they've held this team together. What, what are your thoughts on the midfield situation? Well, we could say we missed Gorin, but we... No, I say, I say we have missed Gorin. I'm not saying that that was our best midfield. No. I'm but trying to say that, that, that they're, they're the only players that I think have performed week in, mm. week out. Marcus McGuane has stepped up this year, especially in the first six months. He stepped up and he was a different player from last season. 100%. Last season, he, wasn't, he, he wasn't. He was a bit of, well, this and that. But this season, he's definitely proved himself. And yeah. I think we need some, some uh, stability, I think. Yeah. Like, with, on the pitch, with a new manager, a new stadium. We need a complete rebuild from everything. Yeah, I agree. Rebuild, rebuild is needed. Um, rebuilding squad, rebuilding kind of the, the club culture. Um, thank you so much for joining me, Alex. It's been great having you on. That's um, right. I'd love to have you on again at some point. And uh, thanks for joining. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 3 of the Talk Yellow Podcast. Feel free to message me on Instagram at Talk Yellow Podcast if you would like to possibly get involved in a chat about the yellows. Thanks go to Alex for his contribution. And once again, thank you so much for listening.